Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Doma Media. Thank you, Yola Tango. Happy holidays. Check out their Hanukkah shows. We are doing, and I, I think I'm going to get this correct, a moif about gifts, extravaganza, some kind of gift draft type of thing. Um, and I got it right. But before we get into that, <laughs> Noelle gave me a, a really bad look when we were. she just assembled lunch. And I asked what she made. And she said, a quesadilla. And I said, you microwave that. And she gave me one of the patent Noel, like, no, everything's okay, look, but it actually meant like you're dumb. Hmm. I I would say it was more you are absolutely wrong face. Yeah, but, I think it was know, less subtle I, than you're saying it was. I think she very directly <laughs> said, like, no. You're very much stretching out the way that the story went, which is I had to run to make a quesadilla in the few minutes that we had prior to this pod. And then you asked me if I microwaved my quesadilla, to which I very much made a face and said a very direct no, no one should ever microwave it. And I, that's how I make quesadillas. I put it in the microwave. Is that so weird? But why? I think the whole point of putting a quesadilla on the stovetop is so that you get the crispy outside, the soft inside. I don't want a monotonous, soft feeling in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I like I like it microwaved as a late night snack. Mm. So I uh, late night snacked it in the microwave. Noel, I'm generally what? with you. I like a crispy quesadilla, but the other night it was late, and I had I, I microwaved a quesadilla, and then I yeah. turned it into a taco because I put a yeah, little okay. leftover meat in the middle, and I gotta say, pretty damn good. That's pretty See, damn that, good. Okay, here is a real distinction though that I'm gonna make. I think that it's fine in taco form because you you have that soft tortilla, but really the time difference between a microwave and a stovetop plain quesadilla is pretty much the same. So Incur- that's why. No, no, I, I, I'm no, with you no, on the crispy, no. but the time difference is significant <laughs> and the washing. I, I, you think you're talking to a, a, a rookie here? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. That was ridiculous. First of all, it takes all of 30 seconds. And I know Chris does the same thing. He might put a slice of deli meat, doesn't even matter if it's fucking turkey, into that. And that's clean. It's just cheese and one or two slices (laughs) of deli meat. I know you, dude. I know you. Big Big Boy Asian Club represent. I know it. Yeah, oh, man. there's definitely a slice of deli meat in there. Be- because this, 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 this thing that I won't even call it a quesadilla, 
because it's not, but whatever. It is a it is flaccid and limp and looks like nothing like a quesadilla. But you, the only way to eat it is to roll it up. You know what I do? I crunch some tortilla chips or anything mm-hmm. that's a crunchy wow. thing in the center, and I roll it up. So that's where I get the texture. Okay. But that's not a quesadilla. That is a whole other monster in itself. It's a quesadilla-ish. That's it's a quesadilla. It's a, listen, mm-hmm. even I didn't add the crunchy thing, which I've done a lot, like, that's plenty good. Or, or you know, like, I, I don't understand why. That's like a quick fix. Clearly, if I had the time to pan fry or pan roast the quesadilla, I would. Do you add oil to your pan or no oil? Uh, this time, I mean, it was so fast. I didn't add oil. Get out of here, Noel. No, what? I didn't. You what know you why? These tortillas are actually legit and don't require oh, somehow shockingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. They uh, have no, oil in no, itself. No, I, I, I don't. Does a rock climber go rock climbing without chalk? No, they don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> they have very chalky hands. Quesadillas are my number one backup food. I normally will put oil in the pan, but not with these tortillas. Not with Vista Hermosa tortillas. No, no. Whatever. Mm. Well, are you if, if if it's in the pan? Okay. Last question on tortillas before we move on to our our action pack schedule here. In the pan, mm. one tortilla or two. Oh, just are you one. fold over? Yeah, there you go. Well, okay. if it's a fast, mm, that's a great question. Also, if it's a fast meal, it's a foldover. If it is, I'm going to add other stuff into it, it's not a foldover. It's a double tortilla sitch. And I put like mm. meat and stuff in there. I think it's, I think if you're in that situation, it's two tortillas side by side folded over both with stuff in them. Whoa. Yeah. It's the, it's the Dave Chang double bagel can. split bagel scenario. Is a quesadilla holiday food? <laughs> a quesadilla is a food for every day, including holidays. agree agree all right well i want to hear what other people think about this i feel like some listeners are tearing their hair out uh, for different reasons right now (laughs) um we had some business to uh wrap up this week before we started getting to the uh into new business if you um if you haven't listened to our previous holiday moif a bit of a discussion a bit of a debate emerged surrounding a snack food. Noel, you want to remind people of uh, what the nature of this debate was? Oh, yes. We were talking about all things popcorn tins. And we're talking about the trio of popcorn. So that's caramel, cheese, and buttered. And the real thing is, you know, caramel seemed to really tear this group apart. Chris and I, (laughs) on the right side of history, chose caramel as being the best thing that's in that tin. And that we should kill the other flavors, mainly yes. buttered popcorn. The people in South Africa that supported apartheid also felt they were on the right side of history. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Just like what? every single time we got to go to the darkest possible cost. <laughs> Listen, we played a little game of fuck, Mary kill with uh, cheese, caramel and buttered popcorn. Noel and I were in agreement that you would F the cheese, M the the caramel corn and kill that buttered popcorn. Dave was a kill the caramel popcorn guy. Sasha agreed with him. A schism emerged in terms of buttered popcorn, but we put it to you all out there on social media to play a little fuck, Mary kill with the three popcorns with the promise from Dave, Dave bet Dave wagered that most people 
would kill caramel corn. He 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 wagered a live caramel corn mukbang on this. And uh, Mr. Chang, do you have any um, guesses as to how you did? Clearly, I got I got destroyed. <laughs> you got Humbled. destroyed. And the uh, the worst flavor was, as predicted by Noel and Chris, classic butter, butter. popcorn in a tin. Blech. Uh, and the, and, and caramel corn was, was well loved, very well loved, Dave. I think that you have misread our listenership. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I stay mean, tuned. I mean, uh, uh, the, these are the same people that probably buy chow mein noodles at the grocery store. I mean, I, I can't, I can't fucking do anything for them. I'm sorry. They're, they're the same group of people that buy canned water chestnuts. Uh, what am I supposed to do with this? It's the same group of people. What? That would be <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> this the listenership from I the Dave Chang show. I don't think are out there buying Annie Chun's uh, pre-fried one time. I, I don't understand how this could be. What is the number? I, 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 seriously, how badly did I lose? Well, they're still coming in, but it's overwhelming. It's a landslide, dude. People love caramel corn, man. Do you not know that? <sighs> I actually I mean, am shocked that you don't like it. I know. Again, if there's another reason to like put a con check mark on the cons of America, this is one of them. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's just, it's just this guy. This guy uh-huh. just brings, brings sore loser to a whole new dimension. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, I, so I, I literally have a hard time understanding why people would want caramel popcorn. It is so like unappealing unappetizing I, I don't get it do you want it with peanuts you like peanuts in yours peanuts and caramel cracker jacks has peanuts mm. yeah i like them too yeah. actually <laughs> i kind of like it better when there's nuts i like cracker jacks i don't know man i don't know what to tell you this 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 is this, this is, is the last episode of the Dave Chase show <laughs> hosted by the ringer podcast network <laughs> <laughs> Presented by totally. Major Dome Media. Thank you guys. Uh, totally. Bon chance. Yeah. Have fun with your fucking caramel popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Next time, next episode, Noel and Chris will be recast by new actors. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, we'll send out a a little notice about when Dave is going to uh, eat this caramel I, I, corn. I, I I I hold out hope that I will win still this election. You're, you're hoping for some trickle in mm-hmm. absentees. The votes, the mail in ballots have not been counted fun. yet. I'm just, okay. we'll leave, we'll leave voting open for another, for another few days here. And then if Gwin- people Gwinnett County s- has not been tallied yet. And I feel very <laughs> confident. You're not waiting. You're not waiting for like the major metropolitan areas, Chang. You are waiting for like some backwater people to send their votes in here with this fucking Easy. butter cheese popcorn. Do not Get out of talk here. poorly about backwater people. My peoples. Your peoples. You're just <laughs> rallying what out there. What are you doing? All right. So we'll, I think that we'll have to combine this with uh, the other mukbang we promised on our last episode with Eric Z. Uh, Dave, you remember you also promised that we we're going to do the bad idea challenge live. So sign up for the Fixer newsletter, majordomomedia.com slash newsletter. That's where we send out the, the uh, secret schedule for when these these little live IG lives happen. So that's that business. We got other shit to talk about, though. Oh, we, so much. Uh, we planted the seeds for our gift guide last week, if you guys remember. And the way it works is that Noel... Dave and myself each chose a different category of gift. Noel is out looking for booze. 
Uh, Dave was out there looking for kitchen equipment gifts, and I was finding uh, subscription gifts, and we tiered them out into four different tiers. You have your close friend, frenemy type of person, the person who you can afford, you, you want to buy something, but it's you, you're close enough with them that it can be kind of shitty. Dave compared this to the Oster blender. You, you know your friend needs a blender. You don't want to buy him or her a good one, and they'll be fine with it. Then tier two is the coworker. You want to buy them a nice gift, but spending too much money is weird. Tier three is the person you love that you genuinely want to buy something really nice for. And then Dave added a tier four, which is, I don't really know how to describe this person other than it was a uh, will hunting. It's, it's the relationship that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have together. <laughs> will hunting. Mm -hmm. If Chucky were buying a gift for will, mm -hmm. what would it be? One time only expression of love, something truly great. Yeah, it's exactly that moment when he bought the gift and dropped it dropped it off at his apartment and he knocked on the door and he realized he wasn't there. And he's happy. <laughs> he's, he it. lost two ways. He lost two ways. He lost his best friend and he bought a present that nobody's going to want. <laughs> oh, I just love the idea that Ben Affleck shows up at Matt Damon's door at the end of Goodwill Hunting with a Thermomix under his arm. He's just <laughs> like, oh man, I spent $1,700 on this thing. Dude, you can cook fucking apples a lot of different ways in this. <laughs> um, all right, so we did it. We we went out and we put together our lists. Um, we're now going to reveal the first ever Dave Chang Show holiday gift guide. How do we want to do this? You guys want to go tier by tier and just pick a pick a gift from each tier, or should we go category by category? I think we go. Let's category go tier by, by tier. Tier by okay. tier. Okay, that's what I that's what I meant. When I said category, <laughs> category, I really did. In my head, I was like, that's what I thought is tier by tier, but category came out of my mouth. All right. So tier one, we've got your, your frenemy person. You're not buying them something horrible, but you're not buying them something great. You're filling a need for them. You're checking them off the list. It's uh, in Scrooge. It's the people who, who don't get the VCR, right? It's, it, they get the blanket or whatever. So let's start with you, Noel. What is a booze gift for mm. somebody who you just need to buy something for and it doesn't have to be nice? Okay. So this one, I, I truly believe within the category of booze, you shouldn't be spending more than like 20 bucks. And within that, it, so I, I have a very particular approach to the frenemy. I think that you should actually make them believe that you put thought into it without you having put in any sort of thought or money. So my suggestion is you go into your local wine store, you find something that is sub $20, but has the most impressive looking label and is a cork top. And that's it. That's what you get them. Yeah, I highly encourage not to spend any more than $20. However, on the flip side, I'll also give an alt option and also get uh, boozy chocolates. Have you seen those? They look like little bottles like baby mm -hmm. bottles and they got booze and they're filled with them. alcohol yeah and it's one of those gifts where you don't really know like what is the intent here are you right. very smart and funny or is this one big troll and i like the idea that no one really knows is it actually booze in them or is it not mm -hmm. yeah i think i think that there's a little bit of booze in him have has anyone actually 
eaten one and like swished it back in their mouth like it was a bottle of booze because that's how I've consumed them. <laughs> you bite off the top and then just drink the booze inside yeah. of the recycled yeah. chocolate. Hmm. <laughs> Merry no, Christmas, I Dave. It. I love it because it's like I would never in a million years am I ever going to get the chance to have one of those because mm-hmm. it's just like, why would I have that? But if somebody just gives one to me, it's like it's like it's like when you do get like a gift basket or something, right? Like a bunch of shit that you would never, ever buy. But you're like, I guess I'm going to eat this summer sausage now and, and this and these water crackers. I'm going to be pretty happy doing it. <laughs> and it's probably not great. And that's what I kind of like about it, too, for a front of me. It's like, okay, enough. Interesting enough. But not good enough. I don't know about that. That puts in a lot of thought. But it also is such a diminutive gift. I can't even pronounce diminutive. How do you? Diminutive. That's it. Whatever he said. It feels like a stocking stuffer, not a gift. Exactly. No, but you, I think you, can they come in like a, exactly. oh, like a assortment, right? They, like come a, in, <laughs> they come in a set. They come in a set, Dave. So it's not like you're just getting like a couple of these. Like there are sets of like 20 mini bottles and it's an assortment of stuff. But I do like the idea that it doesn't feel like a totally proper gift and it doesn't feel practical. I think that's just mean. Yeah, that's for a friend of me. But that's a friend of me we decided was still your friend. Did we decide that they're still friends? Yeah, but I, I actually I actually think getting this... It's the obligatory gift. I, I would be happy with a box. If you gave me an assortment of 12 boozy chocolate things, I would be like, well, this is my Friday night all planned out for me now. I'm just oh. going to drink these. Well, maybe I'm bumping that one up to co-worker, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you had to give a bottle of, like, uh, of alcohol, what would it be? like? It's a sub-$20 bottle of wine. See, that's why I think this is smart because a sub twenty dollar bottle of wine, you're just kind of like, it's not. It, it could be anything. Exactly. But this is something more specific, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I would probably give a bottle of prosecco. <laughs> if that's I didn't a do one. <laughs> that's a frenemy gift. That's something you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Here's some that's sickly so sweet wine that I don't. Yeah. Want. Uh, for those that don't know. Nobody likes Prosecco, but it's always <laughs> like sold. No, if, 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 you know, like if you're like buying a table at, at a restaurant, like a, if they're comping you a bottle of something or a glass of something, if they're comping you a glass of Prosecco, throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this is the traditional, the, 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 the glass or bottle of Prosecco is the traditional comped gift for a table that like, complained about something or like that that, that you actually aren't trying to give something nice to. That's not a nice gesture. That's why I'm sort of, uh, you know, respectfully disagreeing with (laughs) Noelle's choice because in a restaurant, Prosecco is clearly the frenemy gift to tide someone over that you don't want to spend any money, any more money than you have to, (laughs) but it's still a gift. (laughs) <laughs> a bottle or a comp glass of Prosecco, you know, they fucking hate your guts. There's no Yo, that for sure. That's, 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 that's some messaging. I think that's a different messaging. I think if I were, again, if this is somebody you actually do like, if Noelle gave me a bottle of Prosecco, I'd be like, well, that sucks. But if she gave me these chocolate things, I'd be like, eh, we're not that close. But yeah, this is exactly, kind of a fun gift. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing with Prosecco is it's a kind of gift that you cannot re-gift. You cannot give to anybody else. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Uh, yeah. You can't re gift Prosecco. That's a bad idea. 
what about you, Dave? What's what's in the the frenemy low, not low tier, but like the sort of like easy? I just I, I, we we know each other. Here's a gift in the kitchen equipment category. It's called the best utensils: tomato slicer, lemon, multi-purpose handheld ground <laughs> fruit tongs. What the fuck is this? Thing? No. <laughs> All right, let me try to describe this thing. It's a pair of tongs. <laughs> what is it? The, the, the part of the tongs that like holds the food. I mean, when I when I you know when I bought one at the beginning of the pandemic for a normal pot, Grace was like. I think I've seen these in my uh, uh, OB's office before. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> it sound like a real, an, an exploratory anatomical yeah. quality to them. Yeah, it, it looks like punishment. And uh, it is, I, I think it's funny. The reason why it could be seen as a negative thing, because if you use it, you're like, wait, are you telling me like, um, I'm so bad at cutting that I need this or I'm... I'm such a bad cook. I need a tool specifically to cut lemons and tomatoes because there's no other use, no other use than this. Like you grasp in, in, like a tomato or a lemon with this thing and it like has grooves, like it has grooves that you, f- or guides for your knife to slice what like eighth of an inch, quarter inch slices mm-hmm. of whatever you're holding. It is the most insane looking tool I've ever seen. But the reason why this? I think it's worth as a friend of me gift and not seen as something that is uh, mean and mean spirited is because it's funny as fuck, right? It's just so comically funny that that would be a good friend of me gift, you know, because it's so funny. You're also Trojan horsing the, the negative negative feelings you have about somebody. It's like, <laughs> but actually I don't really think you deserve anything else other than this. But having used this, it is one of the worst, worst UX, UI, anything. You, you use it and you grind your knife. If you can see the photo, you grind your knife onto the metal to cut through. There's like, you can't, if you don't cut through there's no way to actually cut the bottom of the lemon or tomato because you actually have to grind your blade on top of the bottom groove of these of these tongs, if that makes any sense. And it gives you the most excruciatingly terrible noise of metal on metal. Just metal on metal. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. an added bonus. If actually somebody does use this, everyone in the household will be like, uh, yeah. That's my, <laughs> that's my, that's my friend of a gift. I feel like this would make a really, exactly, a really good white elephant gift for sure. Chris Yang, what's your frenemy? What what was your. I I had a little trouble in the frenemy category of a monthly subscription gift because it's hard to convey the right messaging, right? Because, like, at the end of the day, it's, you know, you could do a snack box that's pretty easy. There's monthly snack boxes. You have your sort of typical bacon of the month, cheese of the month clubs, wine of the month clubs. But, like, those to me are a little bit of the equivalent, like the wine of the month club is a little bit like Noah, you were saying, where it's just like, that's a $20 bottle of wine. It doesn't really say anything. It's just, here's this thing. So how do you convey a little something with this? And where I landed was, I've received this before, like a spice blend of the month club subscription <laughs> to me mm. is like saying a little bit of what Dave is saying with the tomato slicer where it's like, Hey, you don't season your food right. And I can't trust you to like figure out how to season it. So here each month you're going to receive like a random bag of fajita seasoning or like whatever monthly international seasoning kit that they have chosen to give you. Just dump this on your food. 
it's also a gift that like if you receive as if I gave it to you, Noel, or to Dave, you'd both be like, what the fuck? This guy hates me. <laughs> this is the, the worst thing. But if it's a white elephant frenemy, they're like, oh, this is interesting. What are they trying to say here? Like, I think the ambiguity is important. So for me, the white elephant subscription is a uh, spice blend of the month kit. And I don't want to, I, I feel bad naming brands and making them feel like they're shitty, but they're out there. You got to give us a goddamn <laughs> brand. <laughs> well, there I are mean, really nice ones. There are nice ones. That, that's the thing, like a spice mix from like burlap and barrel would be a really nice gift for like somebody you actually care about. But I'm not, I'm talking about the ones that are like very specific blends like the blend is the problem i'm happy to receive like mm. here's some wonderful like unblended you know telecherry peppercorns or you know wh- whatever each month cumin mountain cumin things like that but the blend is the white elephant for me any brand that's selling you like here's our like afghan palau blend is 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 a white elephant to me well i'm just looking online right now and there's a whole host of them that i would give that Fresh Jack's, Fresh Jack's Grilling Spice, uh, Rufus <laughs> Teague, the, 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 the Colorado Smoke Tailgate Foodie. It's just endless. The Spice Lap, Barbecue Bros Rubs. Um, <laughs> this is just nonstop. Yeah, I know. So I think that, that these are the ones I'm talking about where it's like, what, is, what does this flavor mean? What is, <laughs> what is in, a, in a Rosy Cheeks Maple Barbecue Blend? Who knows? But you need it. I mean, I mean, I know this company sells a shit ton, like an absolute godsmacking, godsmacking amount of spices is flavor god seasoning. They sell a shit ton of their spice rubs. Mm. I don't think that's what I would give as a friend of me. It's like I would never want it, but you would like it. That that's also exactly a t- that's <laughs> that's the thing. That's exactly sorry, Dave. Dave distilled it to exactly the messaging that I was trying to achieve with this. I don't want this, but you need it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Not only will you need it, you don't even know you're gonna. I know you're gonna like it. I know, you know? you're gonna love this. And and the more you love it, the more the more we see each other on those sporadic occasions through the next the next coming year when you're like, hey, I got my uh my. <laughs> My like uh, my my Chinese Oriental salad uh, seasoning mix. It, it was delicious. I put it on my chicken breast, and it's just going to bring me little spurts of joy throughout the year. Just to think about how much you liked this gift that I dude. And and and, 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 and I'm not saying like <laughs> I, I'm saying like they, these are huge businesses. Flavor God has like three million followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. so it's not like you know it's like it's mm-hmm. extremely lucrative business. So it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. It's a it's a good thing. Yeah, totally. And I actually think that like it, it it's like uh, I'm being snotty about it, but it actually would be a perfect white elephant gift. Here's a bunch of spices. Um, let's move to the next tier, which is your co-worker. Holy fuck, Flavor uh, got 2.8 million followers on Instagram. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Sorry, Flavor God. Um, <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, Noel. What are mm-hmm. we as your coworkers? What can we expect from you this holiday season in terms of booze? Well, Chris, you can certainly expect a box of boozy chocolates is what we decided. <laughs> yeah, me personally. But what can your coworkers that you actually like expect from you? I think on a coworker level, so I I have to start with the practicalities, which is like you're probably going to spend somewhere around 50 bucks maybe. Ooh. Um, at least in the boozy <laughs> category. <laughs> 
And I think it actually has to be something like a little bit nice, especially if you like your coworkers just as much as I love Chris and Dave. I would go either with a whiskey, like a Suntory Toki, or mm, on the flip mm. side, I would go an Amaro and probably like a Nonino Amaro. Mm. Something kind of like both are nice options within both categories. Not overly flashy, not cheap either. You know, like both good, fine. But also both boozes that you just drink on their own. It's not like you're buying exactly. me some like a here's here's mm-hmm. some gin I got you. Mm-hmm. I mean like a nice gin, but you know. I don't believe on a coworker end you need to necessarily put together a package. I really do think that this is a singular bottle. Here you go. And be done with it. Can I can I ask too on, on gifts? I think booze is such a fascinating topic because of the meaning of every bottle. The branding on booze is so powerful, right? These bottles of alcohol have the same sort of pattern of like musical bands, like rock bands, like indie bands that now if they become super popular, you can't give them out because it it's just not cool. You know what I mean? Like if you gave a bottle mm-hmm. of aviation gin to somebody pre-Ryan Reynolds, right? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. is it is it a frenemy gift? Mm. Okay. I don't think so. I think it can be a friend gift, but as one of those, haha. Here, here you go. In the same way that like 818 tequila is also a, a jokey gift. So I don't think it's, I don't think that it's a frenemy gift, but I this think that it comes with is, a little aviation bit Aviation gin is good. And quite honestly, I think every gin I've ever tasted tastes the same. So I'm going to tell you the difference. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that the, I think that the white elephant frenemy, uh, uh, sort of what you're talking about. The ultimate one for me was the Avion tequila that was hawked on entourage oh, by turtles. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the white elephant booze mm-hmm, gift to mm-hmm, me is mm-hmm. like, here's a bottle of Avion. It's turtles favorite. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, I get that. But like the Ryan Reynolds is this decade Ciroc vodka, right? If you gave someone Ciroc, is it because like it's too popular now that it's it's I I see what you're saying. I actually think if I mean, even if Ciroc is good or even if aviation is good, you're like, uh, no, you're the, the, the band thing is actually apt, right? You're just like, oh, do you guys have a copy of U2's Joshua Tree? Here it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is that no, it's like, like you're not giving it's like cool. giving it's like giving a, a best of album to a, a, a it's a album best of album. Yeah, no, it's not even that, Dave. It's hey, here's now. That's what I call music. Uh, volume sixty five. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like you just went in. It's like when like you see somebody go into a bar in a movie, they're like, give me a beer. Nobody ever says, give me a fucking beer, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. No one goes right. to a record, like a, a an alcohol store. It's like the, basically the recipient of the gift is going to think this person just went to the, rec- the, uh, the, the, the liquor store and said, give me the best bottle of gin you have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the mo- and there was no thought that went into it. You just got the most famous, most popular one. And that's what would be aviation right now. Instead of maybe getting a Hendrix or there's so many bespoke gin brands now but that's what all i was asking is if something becomes too popular does it become a white elephant i i think that i think what you have to do i think toki makes sense because it's kind of like it's 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 not culty but it's cool and everybody recognizes that it's, mm-hmm. it's delicious for the amaro i do think noel you have to say like this is my favorite amaro right yes, it has 100%. to have some sort of like personalized thing otherwise it is you're just like 
What's the forty dollarest bottle of Amaro you have here? This totally. liquor emporium, you know, and, totally. and can I give it out? Yeah, I hear it. that's what Dave's saying. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why. Like, honestly, I had a hard time with this one coming up with like very distinct options because, in my opinion, like buying alcohol for a gift is very much tied to like just kind of how much you're about to spend, and then like. Okay, yeah, if you want to put your own spin on things, but like everyone has their own personal preference. And oftentimes it's just kind of like, okay, nice. Like I get another bottle of booze, but like I uh, more often than not, you're not really stoked by like the brand that you're that you are receiving. It's just kind of like, did you put some thought in it or did you not put any thought in it? Because ultimately, booze gifts oftentimes get tied into non-thought gifts. It's just Mm -hmm. I gotta bring something, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me bring the rest of this bottle of Svedka. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you, uh, Dave. What is the, what are what are your what are uh, your coworkers expecting from you in the kitchen equipment category? I am giving everybody as a coworker, and this is something where price has no bearing on it. Really, this is something I really believe that is a great product. I'm giving everybody the standard size Nutribullet. And I'm saying standard size because I don't think you need the bigger size. The bigger size um, vessel where you actually blend stuff in can be too big. The smaller size is great because it's perfect size for having a smoothie, a workout shake, whatever. And it's great for salad dressings and stuff like that. I am a huge fan of all of the Nutribullet lines. (laughs) They don't pay me to say that. I think it's awesome. It's also something that is not so well made that it will last you uh, like a thousand, a thousand uses of it. It will burn out on you, but you don't feel bad. So you buy another one. Yeah. And as the, as the gift giver, that gives you the opportunity to just give it the same gift again in 18 months. But, time. but, but the reason why I like this, it's, it's like the opposite of the white elephant. It's like, Oh, I never would have bought this myself. You know, you, you switch the role. The, the person on the receiving end were like, oh, I never would have bought this, but I'm not, I'm so happy that I have it now because I never would have bought it for myself. Mm-hmm. 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 And I, I think the Nutribullet, if you haven't used it, it's a fucking game changer in any kind of kitchen you're in. At, if you're single or a family, I use it all the time. It actually has the exact right. I mean, you're talking about this, the, the big one being too big. And I think that that's a huge thing is like. I think it has the exact right footprint too. It's not like this big, massive thing. It's not like another appliance in your house. It's a thing you can put in a cabinet. Pull you can out actually everything. hide or hide it behind another like article or another mm-hmm. appliance or something. Totally, totally. Yeah, I love a Nutribullet. I think that's a great idea. Are you getting personal, or are you just picking one standard color for everyone? I would never get it. Make it personal. I think well, what Dave would I'm do. just asking if you'd get like someone a blue one or something. No, this is what no. Dave would okay, do. Okay. Dave would buy an assortment of colors and then say he matched a color to everyone's personality and let them try to decipher what he was trying to say with these colors. No, That's what he would I do. I think the original one doesn't have colors. It's all just silver and black. Yeah. Oh, it's all Oakland Raiders. It's all That's Oakland it. Raiders. Uh, I think okay. that's really good. Chris, what are you getting us? So I thought long and hard about this one too. At first, I was like, okay, coworkers get snack boxes. You know, there's all these companies now that do sort of assortments of international snacks and et cetera, et cetera. And then I was like, they're kind of hit or miss. And I'm spoiled by having the snack master as a coworker. And I don't need, you know, some random schmo to pick my snacks out. And then it occurred to me, and this is going to sound like such a plug, but this is the best fucking idea in the world. You need a monthly subscription to Cometeer. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honest to God, like if somebody got me this, oh. if I just got fucking coffee delivered to me in frozen form every month and like the commentary site I was exploring, you can sort of pick how many people are in your household or your office, how many cups, and they will deliver accordingly. I was like, it's really it's fucking the ideal thing. I know it sounds like a plug, but like, no, I, I you know would what? No, take this it, any fucking day. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and <laughs> that I'm, I'm, I sh- I'm actually mad that I did not give that out as Christmas presents. This it's year really good. People. It's a really <laughs> good <laughs> gift. It's crazy. Oh man, like it's such a good gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. No, like I'm not, no bullshit. And yes, w- I, I do work with them, but like, it is such a fucking good gift. And it's right in the price point for a nice friend gift mm-hmm. that I'm so disappointed in myself that I got everyone something. I got everyone something else. That is a great, great gift. I was extremely happy when I came up with this one. I do not get paid to do this either. Just like David Nutribullet, I think that like having Cometeer like delivered on a monthly basis, exactly as many as like I think I need for a month, is fucking genius. Dude, I love it this is. Mm-hmm. Can we just say? <laughs> It legitimately is delicious, man. No, it's it's, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Yeah, I drink so much coffee now. It's insane. Yeah, and I'm. I mean, like, I found like a, a the sort of use case I have found in my house actually is this. Like, we drink a lot of coffee. My wife drinks coffee too, but like, I've never wanted to do like a single cup pour over. But like, there's so many times in the day where I want one cup, and I'm not. I'm like, I'd be like, Jamie, do you want coffee again? She's like, no. And like having one cup instantly, like when I need it, again, it's medicine. It's the best. It tastes a lot better than uh, Folgers Crystals uh, freeze dried, which has been <laughs> yeah, for years my go to. That's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. That's, that's, so a good, good. that's a good one. So that's good, a really Chris. good one. Really yeah. thoughtful. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Chris. Thank you. Thanks in you advance. You're welcome. You're getting it. You're getting it. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, Noel. Now we're talking about your loved one, your partner, Somebody you're trying to show some some real affection to with your booze gift, and what is it? What you just go on a trip? You go on a trip trip to a vineyard, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> that's a booze gift, and that's for yeah, a loved one. You're right. Oh my god, no way. Okay, but Noelle. but like more like product wise, fine. That that actually is like 
you know, I'm, I'm coming to you with two suggestions for every category. So that's suggestion number one. But number two would be like, I think if it was for a female, like a really nice bottle of champagne, plus like all of the gift baskety stuff, plus like if you want to also level up your glasses, your wine glasses, do that too. Um, if it is for a guy, like probably getting some sort of bourbon whiskey scenario with rocks glasses, with a nice decanter, like the whole entire thing. So Wait, do people actually keep their bourbon or spirit in, in, in those like crystal things? What are they what are the, what are what are they called? Like it's decanters. only what rich people have. Oh, decanter? But I kind of it's funny because I, I'm obviously tying this to like nice alcohol in this category, but I actually think that like a funny thing to do, I would never like re-pour alcohol into a decanter and give that as a gift, but like I'm convinced that more people that have decanters are actually putting shitty alcohol in there to make it look really nice on their cart you or know, like Noelle, on their that, setup. This is the this is the type of shit we need more of. That's brilliant. I love it. Very, Thank you. V- very sharp analysis. And I think true. People that do this are cheap motherfuckers. I think that's right. Because if you had really nice alcohol, you would not take it out of the bottle. Like you would want people to know that you have it. <laughs> this exact thing happened. Because I got this this set of decanters and I pour the first time I got it, I was like, well, I guess I pour the nice stuff into the decanter thing. And then 30 minutes later, I completely forgot what was in there. And so the next time I had to fill it, I was like, I'm not going to put the good shit in here and forget what it is. This is getting the cheapest fucking thing in the world. And you know what? Only people who would come over here and just pour themselves a glass without asking me what's in there. They deserve the cheapest shit in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, just- Wait, hold on, hold on. What kind of individual just pours themselves alcohol in anyone's home without permission? I think some people out there do, my friend. I think if it's like a dinner or something, I've seen people walk over and I've just been kind of been like, what the fuck are you doing over by my... Okay. I guess this is happening. Okay. Thanks for the invite, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Again with this. All right, Dave, what's in the... What is... uh, What are your loved ones getting, your, your, your significant others getting for you, from you? Grace, uh, sometimes you listen to these episodes. <laughs> Just saying. S- spoiler alert. Late. Fast spoiler. forward. I think that uh, nice pots and pans. There's a lot of things you can buy for someone you love, right? And uh, if you want to be generic, buying a, a nice old school Moviel copper uh, pan or pot is really nice. And not the one, anything that was like pre-2010. I know that sounds crazy, but they were bought out by another company and the product, in my opinion, got a little worse. So like any copper pot, like French copper pot is like lovely and really nice, but I don't want it because it's a pain in the ass to maintain. I don't, I don't want copper pots in my kitchen. You can't really use them because you have to maintain them and I don't want to do that work. So I really like the Heston brand for pots and pans, particularly the Nanoclad. I think the Nanoclad is one of the best, if not the best pots and pan, excuse me, the Heston Nanobond. The set is expensive. You don't have to buy the entire set. Um, I like their the Chef Skillet. That's the one I use the most. Um, it's expensive. The full set's 1600 bucks. The Nanobond Chef Skillet, which is like the hybrid walk, is like 400 
some bucks. These are the pots and pans that some of the very, very best kitchens use in the world. You may ask yourself, do I need something like that? But let me, if you're a professional cook, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Like the feel of a pot makes all the world to you, right? You need the right handle. You need the right weight. I could talk endlessly about the feel of a spoon in my hand, but pots need to feel right. Too heavy, not good. It's got to be the right amount of weight and it's got to conduct heat really well and it has to be built to last. I think these are great. They look super cool. They're also the kinds of pots and pan that I would give to somebody if they were a serious cook and they wanted to like step up their game because I don't think you can get better than this. Do you like that kind of like, these are the ones that kind of have like a slight curve to the handle. Do you like, is that, how does that, I haven't cooked with these. Yeah, it's, it, it feels, I don't know how to describe it. It feels good. It's like sitting in a good car seat. You know what I mean? And I, 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 I really love the chef's skillet. I don't even know if it's part of the 10 piece set. If, if I just got like three of those, I would be stoked. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing, amazing pan. And again, I would say Moviel, old school class, like an like a like an aged heirloom Moviel, that type of French pan, I would recommend. But those are hard to come by. And a lot of the newer ones, I think, are of poorer construction quality. I would go with the Nano Bond Heston set. It's very good. It's very, very good. Yeah, this is like the, this is actually like, Wedding registry stuff too, right? Mm. It's like mm-hmm. I can't really afford this, just or I can't bring myself to buy this. But like now, I can ask somebody to buy me this thing that I really want. And this is for cooks too, by the way. This is for like real people who are actually going to cook. All right, for my category of of person, I I love getting a subscription. I I broke out of the mold here a little bit, guys, because I was like, I don't I don't really think that there's a food subscription monthly subscription that like says i love you (laughs) in the way like i really want to say it but then i started thinking like okay similar to what dave said what's something like i would really love to have but like i could just never see myself shelling out for not because like i couldn't physically afford it but just because it's like that's a lot of money for like a luxury thing that i love and uh i feel like i hope my wife is not listening to this because i think it's a great idea but just a uh, monthly subscription to flowers. If you got fresh flowers, like a bouquet of flowers delivered every month for a year, I think that'd be a pretty awesome thing to show up at your house. Like buying flowers is so expensive and they're like, you can buy from like local places up here in the Bay Area. There's like farm girl flowers and you can pay. I mean, it's expensive, right? Because like a bouquet of flowers, you can pay a 120 bucks for a month. But like to get that every month for a year, I think would be a pretty damn good gift. That's nice. That's nice. It's very, it's very nice. Very nice. Thank you, guys. Thank I you. I think it's thoughtful. All right, let's do the let's do the ridiculous category. Noel, mm-hmm. Chucky, is that the name of Ben Affleck's character <laughs> showing up at your door? <laughs> he's he's like, I I sure hope she's not here. I hope she's she's using all of her great potential and her math skills to find a job in the Bay Area. What is under your arm? What have you sh- <laughs> what have you shown up at? Will Hunting's door with booze wise. Okay, okay, Chris. <laughs> I will be showing up with the full suite of Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> the 10 That's year. very expensive. The 12 expensive. year. We said we said pie in the sky. <laughs> you got the 10 year. You got the 12 year. <laughs> the you 15. Got the, 20. <laughs> the family. <laughs> Fine. We can we can obviously we can segment this out. Like I I can pull out 23. But 
ultimately, if it's like oh, the whole kitten Tw- 23 poodle, doesn't taste good. Not worth the price. No, you know, okay. I'll talk about it another day. But anyway, I think that's a lovely <laughs> gift. If I, someone got them all that, what would that be? Probably around $15,000, I think. At least. Plus, plus. God, I used 20, to drink maybe. it when it was 50, 50 bucks. <laughs> so insane. So, so insane. So. Yeah, well, I do think that's a $15,000 gift. <laughs> But okay, fine. Well, I'm only saying that because it it really priced priced me out. I mean, Will Hunting's going to be like, I'm not that impressed with you anymore. No, Will Hunting's going to come running back, be like, no, 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 I'm here, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Mini Driver, Skyler. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that whiskey. I love you, Chuck. Chucky, I can't quit you, Chucky. I can quit you, Skyler. Whatever. You guys didn't put a limit on this. So that's no, what no, I'm I coming think it's with. Amazing. I think it's amazing for those. For, if, if anybody out there, it's ends up it's buying booze. That, yeah, that's a serious, serious commitment to an individual. Yeah. You know? Even if you don't drink, even if you don't drink it, you're like, wow, this person really cares about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. This person is crazy about me. <laughs> I might need to reconsider this shit. <laughs> All right, Dave, what's what's uh, what's Will Hunting getting from you? I really debated with this with my other one with pots and pans, but I'm going with the, a Thermomix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with tax and tip, depending on the state, you're looking around $1,800, you know, r- rounded up. That is a fucking obscene amount of money. Mm-hmm. You cannot mm-hmm. talk about Thermomix without it seeming like you're a fucking jerk off when you talk about it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, because people are like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a blender and it's almost the, I could buy a used car for this price. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, so, I mean, we've, okay. So again, Dave has talked about the Thermomix here and there. He has used it to his great advantage on recipe club to, to bang out some recipes. He is now also lit. Like he's telling a horror story to us on the zoom. Can you, I don't think you've ever really explained quickly, like, what is a Thermomix? Mm-hmm. What does it do for the average person? I believe it was invented in Spain many, many years ago. Um, and the professional and European varieties were, were sort of matter of fact, much more like a traditional blender. And that's what I grew up using for, for many years um, and really became in vogue in professional kitchens, probably in the late aughts, um, as hydrocolloids and like making making stuff with a lot of gums and sugars became in vogue because you could cook things in a blender and blend it. So it would the the actual blender would go up to say boiling point and you could blend within it. And that's one of the problems with blenders. If you've ever tried to blend something hot in a blender, it's a bomb, right? Right. I can't I can't explain the fucking science of that. I just know don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was basically it. So you could make a lot of sauces and it was just a professional tool. I didn't know that they had come out with the, this like a uh, supercomputer version of it. Right. I was, I, I never even touched one cause I thought it was stupid. Like, why would you need a supercomputer attached to it? It's, it doesn't make any sense. It goes back to, if you're a pro professional cook, like rationales. I love the old rationale ovens when they didn't have the stupid computer system on it, because now it's really hard to fucking use. I just want it pretty clean and simple. So I never gave it much thought until a friend of mine who I, I really trust because he's not a dummy was like, 
this never makes a change in my life. And I was like, whatever, man. That's that's so stupid. You cannot say something like that. He was like, it does everything. It steams, it cooks, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, there's no machine that does everything. It's so dumb. You cannot tell me that it's worth it. And then I saw how much it was. I was like, $1,700? You know, basically with tax like $1,800? Like, no, that's offensive. And I never thought about it again until mm-hmm. somebody gave me one. <laughs> your Chucky showed up at your door. Uh-huh. My, ch- my Chucky came up and I I literally was like, I can't quit you. I, I can't quit you. <laughs> and now I understand because it's so expensive and because, yes, Papa Van Winkle, you could spend $15,000 and it's a tremendous amount of money. But like there's something about it. You know that it is expensive. When you find out that you dropped that offensive amount of money on a blender for somebody, because it's effectively just a blender, that is like earth shattering. It really is. You're like, wow, this person cares about me. That's mm-hmm. what I felt. And then mm-hmm. when you use the fucking thing, it is, it, is, it is unreal. It's really, truly unreal. It is the best in class blender. The only thing it doesn't do well is smoothies, right? And it doesn't get a super, super fine puree like a Vitamix or a Ninja or any of those, like a KitchenAid, but it's as damn near complete of a kitchen tool you could possibly have. And the home version is tr- tremendous. It, it constantly updates. It's like your fucking Apple phone. It's constantly updating <laughs> to make it is better. It, is it a gift for anyone? Is it a gift for anyone or is this like for cook people? It's a gift, it's a good gift for anyone that's a fucking horrible cook. <laughs> and it's a gift for somebody that's an extremely good cook, right? It's such a it's such a um, difference maker. You, you know the the war rate on this Thermomix is like higher than Mike Trout's. It's like a seven point five. It's, it's very high. You know, you know, a Thermomix yeah. war would probably be like a three. You know, two, two and a half. I, I think Thermomix is like worth, it's actually worth the cost. And this is so obnoxious to say, but if you spread out the cost over the lifetime, it's actually going to be used so much that it's like, it's like when you read one of the sports contracts, you're like $500 million. You had your fucking mind. But you, when you break it out, you're like, oh, and they go to the playoff. You know, it, it makes sense. If you're a really good cook, it, 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 it's a scale as well. It's also a sous vide machine, not sous vide. It, it is a water bath. It makes those. It makes soups. So it does almost everything. I just don't roast vegetables. I, I mean, almost everything I make in it, I, I have tried. It's fucking remarkable. And I just, my one gripe with the Thermomix is I didn't think you could figure out how to clean the bottom. I was like, oh, this machine would be damn near perfect if I could only take the thing apart, the actual blender and clean it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out that they actually built it in. So if you press a lever, it comes <laughs> apart like a transformer. And my brain was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is uh... fucking believable. And so you can clean the thing perfectly now. My only gripe is that's not a perfect fucking like smoothie blender. Mm. And sometimes it takes too long because of the protective mechanisms and the safety features. So sometimes when you turn it off, you're like, I just want it. Give it to me. But you got to wait like 15 seconds. Right. So that's my only problem. But I use it almost like a food processor. I almost use it as a KitchenAid. It is like eliminates a lot of things. Makes sick potato puree. 
after you cook it in any day, you put the potatoes in that if you want it super, super Ooh. smooth for Ooh. soups and stews. The only problem really is the fucking cost, the initial cost. It takes so much money to buy the thing. That, and it's also the kind of thing I don't know if I'd ever buy myself because it, se- it seems like such a luxury, even though I know that it's sort of worth it, which is why it's, a, it's something you give to somebody if they're meaningful to you. I think yeah. what's been amazing in this process is that it is so clear to me that, Dave, you as a gift giver are very much like thinking about gifts as utility, like gifts based off of utility in a way that like, I, and I'm very curious to see what your final answer is, Chris, but I feel like there are kind of two types of gift givers. It's like people who will give you like kooky things because they're just like, you know, they're actual gift gifts. You're never thinking about them as like a day-to-day use. But every single thing that you've said today, outside of the frenemy one, because that is not, you know, really useful, <laughs> are all useful <laughs> gifts. So mm. this is, I, I'm intrigued where this all comes from. American pragmatism. You can blame John Dewey and uh, <laughs> all those fucking guys. You're giving people the gift of time. You're giving them their time back yeah. with these, we're, with we're, these we're, things. Go, we're going back to, uh, again, Goodwill Hunting. We're going back to Cambridge, Massachusetts, where it all started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's where my thinking is coming from. <laughs> this is Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> Transcendentalist <laughs> fucking American pragmatist <laughs> gift guide. Unbelievable. You can bring Bronson Alcott. I had a fucking hard time. I had a hard time because, like, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm trying to really show Will Hunting that I love him, like, am I going to be like, here's your gift monthly subscription kit? Like, it's just, it's really tough to to say I love you with a subscription kit in that way. I thought like, oh, you know, is there some sort of like a game thing, like a board game or whatever that I could get? We could play together. No, that's pretty lame. Like I would, that would, I would immediately be sending the wrong message. Maybe it's a stretch for a subscription, but like, do you get like a reservation at, you know, restaurant that that they've always wanted to go to? I was like, Ooh, does Regalis do a monthly box? And I sound out, no, but Regalis Mm -hmm. really should do a monthly fucking Mm -hmm. box, which would be awesome. Hey Ian, if you're listening to this as you should, you should do a monthly box. (laughs) Get on this box, man. I would love Uh, to get a random assortment of Regalis treats every month. That would be the only thing mm -hmm. I'm sure other ones exist out there. I couldn't come up with it. So I branched outside of my food thing again, and uh, I think that I would get for my wife like a subscription, like a, a membership at a spa that included massages every month. Like, I think that that would be expensive as hell, depending on where your local spa is, but like... That would be my most expensive subscription. No, but you're not giving it to your wife. You're giving it to your Chucky. I'm giving it to my Chucky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, my wife is getting. <laughs> my wife is getting that. I mean, honestly, maybe one time this is what Dave Chang will get for me someday. <laughs> is the is the monthly massage subscription. Someday mm. I'll show up at his door with this thing. Oh, just me and a massage table. He'll be like, I'll be here once a month. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I'll do you one fucking better, and I think you can. I think this would be better gift for me. I granted if it's not a subscription, right? Massage chair. Ooh. <laughs> a massage chair with I recently sat in one of these with and, and like the the foot massager too. The foot massager mm. thing oh, is really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The foot massager is really nice. I know that for a lot of people that that massage chair is in the basement or in a garage because nobody wants to show the world or that, that comes to the house they own it. 
I wouldn't. If my wife would allow me to buy one, it would be front and center. (laughs) Because let me just tell you, it's one of those things that I think is much maligned. Like MSG, much maligned for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Because a massage chair is one of the great joys in life. It's yeah, it's absolutely. truly fucking remarkable that yeah, I, I I have to now that I'm reminding myself it's like I gotta find a way to get one or find <laughs> I want if there's a someone thinks that I'm there will hunting that's what that's the that's the thing that I want <laughs> massage chair is so good it's actually like, it's, it is literally just like MSG because you're just like this inarguably is the most comfortable way to sit in this reclining massage chair but it's not cool. So we can't have it in the living room. We would all be happier if we could put this goddamn thing in the living room. Like there's the goddamn elbow uh, deep dish, deep deep tissue massage element on these things. Now they're so good. It Mm. hurts. It's like Mm. it hurts. It hurts in a way that like a good massage would. And these massage chairs have only gotten better. Much like flat screen televisions, they're like amazing now, right? (laughs) People need to reassess. The fucking massage chair. I'm I'm telling you guys, it is unbelievable. It's a, a, it, it, we need to embrace it. I think everyone's lives will be better if we all had a massage chair. That's all. I didn't, I didn't mean to hijack your thing, but if you no, get no, a no, massage chair, this. how stoked would you be? But is this a little bit like, is it a little bit like what Tesla did? Where it's like, electric cars are so ugly. Let's make a good looking one. Should somebody just make a really nice looking massage chair? <laughs> I don't chair? know. I, I think that, uh, you know, beauty clearly is an eye of the beholder. I think uh, a lot of people look at Tesla's look like shit. <laughs> but like relative <laughs> to the... <laughs> sure. But relative to like the other ones that just like look like a battery. Like they look like there's a design element to them. I think that, uh, you know, Herman Miller, if you're out there... <laughs> You and Ian are listening to this together. We've got some <laughs> gift requests we'd like to see. All right, that's our gift guide. We'll put the whole goddamn thing out on the Fixer newsletter so you guys can see what we what we suggested. We were supposed to do something else today. We were supposed to do a holiday meal draft, but instead we're going to push this to our next episode, which I believe will be an Ask Dave After Dark Holy episode. Shit. Wow. <laughs> check, wrong, this, check this fucking thing out. <laughs> I think he's been looking at massage chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this one looks so good. <laughs> this looks like this looks like the thing that you. you <laughs> Bro, this looks it, like what it, you it, get it, into it, when you go for like long distance space travel. Space travel. Like, I, you I know. I know. You go in there and you wake up on fucking Mars with Matt Grace Damon. Grace is never gonna let you have this, dude. Grace would never let you have this. I mean, looks not insane. only that, it, it has a thing to put your phone in and everything. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, look at that! <laughs> I mean, it also looks. I'm sorry, but Dave, it also looks exactly like the chairs that the people sit in in Wally at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes we're talking about the ogawa world, yeah. world usa master drive owl massage chair or ai massage chair it, it currently goes for eight thousand dollars was at ten thousand dollars um can i just read a review before we go i'm sorry yeah, please Absolutely love this chair. It is expensive and i was a little apprehensive about paying so much but with the five-year 
at-home warranty. I went for it. So happy I did. The quality and precision of the massage has, in my being experience, been unmatched. I was a lineman for over 35 years, climbing up telephone poles 8 to 12 hours a day. This chair is indispensable part of improving the quality of my life, relaxes muscles, aches, tightness, and it helps realign my joints and vertebrae. Dude, that's the best fucking review I've ever said. That's beautiful. I need this. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's show up. Give at, us five stars. Give us five stars. So next time we get together, we're doing this holiday draft. It's going to be, a, we're, we're just going to be picking our holiday plates, appetizer, hors d'oeuvres, beverages, main protein, sides, desserts, and a free agent. This is what you can all look forward to for, I think, our last episode before uh, we take a little break for the holidays. But um, that's what's coming up next time. And we'll, we'll uh, put it out to a vote. Give us five stars. Thank you, guys. Buy me a Chucky gift or a Goodwill Hunting gift. <laughs> Hold on. I got to show you this, guys. The one I sent, like, cradles you. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, we well. sent the same one. We, we sent the same one. We sent the same one. These are chairs. These are, these are chairs. They're sarcophagi. They <laughs> 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 close you in and you can't escape these things. Oh, Holy my God. Shit. I know. We, guys, this is how... Uh, in awe we are of the massage chair. We're still talking about it. Give mm-hmm. us five stars, however you rate this, truly. Thank you again for listening. Bye.